Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, nice little red wine. It's Seven Moons blend. Is it? I felt like it was appropriate for spooky holidays. Oh, I appreciate it. It's very on theme. Very on theme. I mean, but before that, we definitely had Moscow Mules because I bought Moscow Mule flavored potato chips because Aldi is killing it in the weird potato chip front. Like, So how was your week? It was great. <laughs> because of weird potato chips. I, I bought some weird potato chips. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, whatever it takes. Right. I'm here for weird potato chip flavors. Um, Yeah. Like, I feel like America is really behind on the weird potato yeah, chip flavor. 15 train. years ago in China, they had some crazy ass potato chips. Right. And they were all fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah. Remember American flavor? American flavor potato chips. The, the, that's ranch. Yeah, flavor. it was ranch. But... We got brave enough to eat them. We're just like, this is just ranch dressing. Right, but which which is a uniquely American flavor, apparently. Apparently. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, but they Remember have... Remember lemon potato chips? Lemon was weird and so good. Mm-hmm. Shrimp potato chips. That was a pass. There was um, apple flavored potato chips. Yeah. But they were still like salty. They were like salty yeah. apple potato chips. They weren't apple chips. You can find apple chips around here, but right. like... They were potato they chips. They were potato chips, but they were apple flavored. Flavored like apple. That was good. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was just all... You could just get yeah, anything. Yeah, for the crazy weird potato chip train. But Aldi now has Moscow uh, Mule. Moscow Mule and um, Bloody Mary flavored potato chips. And then like seven layer dip and taquito potato chips. I just got the Moscow Mule because I I'm was like... I'm intrigued by seven layer this, dip. This is a lot of potato chips. <laughs> We honestly don't eat that many potato chips. We don't. We so. don't. I typically buy the small snack bags because I got very tired of throwing out like a whole, you know, three quarters of, of a bag three of potato quarters chips. of a bag of potato chips. I was like, this is trash. So yeah, so that's where we're at. That was good. Otherwise, how's your week been going? We had some um, fun. Yeah, we had some people over for a backyard movie night yeah we borrowed a projector and like an inflatable like it's like a bounce house but it's a movie screen right it's a movie screen wouldn't it be amazing if it was a movie screen like on the side of a bounce house but it's just the but like it would just be constantly one side yeah so it's like one side and you just clip a movie screen to it and you get to show a movie in your backyard and Mm -hmm. our backyard has a weird slope to it that makes it hard to do anything in right our backyard is kind of trash for a lot of reasons like there's no trees and shade and it does have this weird slope but um turns Turns out out, yeah it's great for backyard movie night it was it was what my yard was meant to be and so we kind of had like this weird kind of crescent to it and we put the screen down and everybody kind of sat on the hill and nobody was in anybody's way, and it was really neat. We watched Hocus Pocus outdoors. Turns out our neighbor's dead tree is actually kind of cool for ambiance, if right, you will. Right, right. Points to neighbor's dead tree. All the other times of the year, I curse your existence, but like... Came through this weekend. Yeah, it was did great. me, it was did me a solid for uh, Hocus Pocus viewing. So there was that, and then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was good. 
good times and we just got to see some people and be you know outside someone commented and they're like it's really nice to come and watch a movie just not on my couch <laughs> and i'm like i hear that like it's nice just well you know. yeah and we had a little bit of like yelling at each other you know from across yeah. the way like how's everything how are you doing i, I so. did see some kids giving clandestine quick hugs you mm-hmm. know and you're like yeah, that's probably fine like you know we're just gotta do and it was good because some folks hadn't seen each other in a while in person. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was really fun. And I recommend it. We should do it again next weekend. Turns out. We're planning on it. So yeah. hopefully it doesn't rain. Really, this one was a kind of a last minute. Like a dry run. Dry run. I was like, the weather's really nice. Let's just throw this together. Let's text some friends. Let's see who can show up. And um, there it was. Mm-hmm. So watch the Bengals lose again today. Yeah. It's becoming a weekly tradition. My kids, mm-hmm. though, think because I like football or I like watching football, <laughs> I would like to play football. So, like, after this, we can go out in the backyard and play. And I'm like, I want you guys to go outside and play. Like, I think that's I do fun. want you to go outside and play. Yeah. Burn some calories, have some outside air. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, move your body. Yeah. And so I went out and a screen. played some football with them. Turns out our youngest has a really good football arm. He's oh, actually, he's always been our athlete. Yeah, I was like, what is this? Where where did you learn that? Like, he's halfway across the yard and just spiraling footballs at me. I'm no, like, No, he definitely has a lot of natural talent. And if we were going to, like, encourage it. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> so, no. I mean, we can have fun in the backyard. Don't be great. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? That was about it. I mm-hmm. mean, that was fun. But we. I just work and school and. Scouts and D&D. That's and all we do. About my life. It's all right. Doing okay. Mm-hmm. We're doing okay. We are. So. We voted. I did vote, yes. We dropped off our mail-in ballot. Well, we voted. You dropped off, which I appreciate. Right, right. So we both I, filled out our ballot, but then I dropped off both ballots. And that is legal in our district, so. Right. But I don't know why they made such a big stink about, uh, like, only you or your spouse or a close family member or whatever can drop it off, because it's like fucking library drop-off bin it's like there's nobody around it's no, just, just gonna like, throw it in it's just then... like put your stuff in the box like i kind of walked up and i waited for the person to be like i need to see your id like i need to see the names on the ballot you know nope nope it was just like a abandoned library book return alternately maybe you did drop it off where you need to and it's possible. And we all just wasted our votes. Like, it was one of those secret, like, <laughs> well, not real voter collection yeah. groups, like, in California. Uh, no, this one was outside of our Board of Elections. So that's So cool. I think it's probably legit, but I am tracking it. It hasn't shown up as, uh, as, received, as yet. received yet. But they're like, it might take 10 days. Like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll see. We will see. So, anyway. But anyway, if you haven't voted yet, vote. You should do that. Yeah. Uh, this will come out November 1st. There's still time. So do that. So we watched a movie today. Mm-hmm. So this is a movie we have seen probably more than any other Halloween Christmas mashup movie. I mean, are there that many Halloween Christmas mashup movies? I mean, no. 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 <laughs> None that come immediately to I'm mind. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't watch horror movies. No. No. I don't really do that. Yeah, I don't I don't do slasher films. No. And there is like a niche slasher film that's there for every um holiday. There are like 
slasher Valentine's Day movies. Oh, tons there, of those. There are slasher like Christmas movies. Like there are there are just slasher movies in all holidays and genres. Somewhere there's a slasher Arbor Day film. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could. I imagine. I imagine Arbor Day is like an action film where it's like the Ents, but like the Ents are all like fast and ruthless and they're just like murdering <laughs> all the humans. Like they just got <laughs> pissed off out of the Amazon. Yeah. And they're just like yeah. rampaging. Yeah. That's what I imagine. I imagine just like Groots and like Ent combo and just, just devastation. That'd be great. Uh, but in case you hadn't heard or figured out from the title of this episode or guessed, uh, it was The Nightmare Before Christmas is the one we watched. Yes. So a little bit about The Nightmare Before Christmas as it pertains to like our family and how we celebrate Halloween slash Christmas. Yes. Uh, so Nightmare Before Christmas, the soundtrack yes. busts itself out like the second we put up Halloween decorations. Which is usually like October 1st. It's usually October 1st. This year it was earlier. Uh, cause my daughter was like, Hey, everything's terrible. Can we at least decorate for Halloween? <laughs> and I was like, it's a hard argument. I see that hand. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. In the midst of all this gestures <laughs> vaguely at the collapse of Western <laughs> civilization. Why not? Right. Let's yeah. do it. So we, we put ours up, I think like mid September yeah. this year so that we could get a, a little more enjoyment out of them. And she has been like tweaking our, we have an old piano that somebody gave us that mm-hmm. I refinished and painted black and it looks cool. It's, yeah, fine. it's fine. Uh, but we use it mostly as a mantle more than a piano because it's horribly out of tune. And, and anyway, so the whole thing is just covered in fake cobwebs and like spooky led candles. And yes, yeah, there's some crows. Yeah. There's uh gourds, of course. Yes. And pumpkins, mostly pumpkins. And, uh, there's a bunch of bats on the wall. There's like spider garland. There, yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, it's not a lot, but yeah, we have these, it's a little bit. We have every year we we have these like construction paper cutout bats, and I mean we have they're every bit of ten years old. They're every they we add to them every so often, but some of them are probably ten years old. It's it's you know kind of a, a replenishing stock, but. They just, you know, just put one up every four feet on the wall and suddenly your house is really awesomely Halloween deed. Right. I do. I do recommend the cardstock black bats. They like, work. Bang for your buck. It's like it's $3 and it looks cool. And then it all gets put away in like an envelope. It's great. So if you don't have a lot of space, I recommend. Yeah. So there's that. But uh, But anyway, but yeah, the soundtrack... For mm-hmm. that whole season is, of course, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. So it gets played the whole time we're decorating for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sporadically throughout. Yeah. And everyone in my whole house stops when they say, it's I, Jack, the Pumpkin King. And we all like uh, bust out our... It's like the Leonard Bernstein moment. Right. Like, right. We, we don't sing any of the rest of it, but we, but we sing that. You have to. Right. But it's, I mean, it's a fun film. It's one of those films that's just creepy enough to feel like you're pushing, like, when to, you're, like, eight, it's, like, just creepy enough to feel like I can handle this. Yeah, like, or, like, or even, like, five or six. Like. Yeah. And it's just creepy enough, but it's also, like, it's got kind of a happy ending and, like, no one really 
dies. Except for the bad guy. No spoilers, but like... It's not quite the same thing. Like, right. You know, it's everything's kind of got a nice arc to it and feels okay at the end, mm-hmm. even though it was creepy in the and middle. And it is, it threads the needle, which is very, very hard to do, where it is a movie that is genuinely enjoyed by grownups. Oh, yeah. And it's it's great. I mean, it's also beautiful. Yeah, it's very pretty. You know, a lot of... so this Very was, artfully done. So this is from 1993. Mm-hmm. Same year as Hocus Pocus. Same year as Hocus Pocus. Um, those two. God, killing it in the in the classic uh, movies. Yeah, like 1993, as far as uh, Halloween kids movies went, was a high watermark. Yeah, a great year. Very well done. Um, Hocus Pocus actually came out much earlier in the year. Like it was almost a summer film, mm-hmm. which is weird. And then uh, the Halloween spot went to Nightmare Before Christmas, which they mm-hmm. then let roll into. The holiday Christ, season. Yeah, between Christmas and... Which makes sense. Right. They could definitely get more well, legs yeah, out of that. I think, I think Hocus Pocus was like September. Like mid-September. What if I told you July? It was July? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Well, I think it was like premiered in July, but like wide release was probably into August. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I said, it kind of, it kind of had its big lump and then kind of started fading but then had another spike at Halloween, mm-hmm. whereas Nightmare Before Christmas had a, you know, it came out the middle of October. And, right. And really, you know, ramped up and had a good run. And then actually it wasn't a great run mm-hmm. um, just because it was, it was a weird movie. Like, <laughs> it was a weird movie. Not everyone. It really kind of like came into its own uh over the course of many years. Yeah, I don't know, like, how would you even advertise this film? You know, first off, mm-hmm. from the creative team that brought you Pee-wee's Big Adventure, like... Right. You know, eight years ago. Uh-huh. Because um, Elfman, that's where Burton and Elfman really... Right, hit it off. ...had their first thing. It was Elfman's first. And they're like, you make weird art and I make weird art, we can make weird art together. Yeah. Let's get weird. Let's get weird and and that relationship has, I would say, flourished. But frankly, Elfman's just doing the same every time. <laughs> Danny, if you're listening, don't at me. I mean, you can. And we'll be like, oh, my God, Danny Elfman added us. <laughs> Wouldn't be the weirdest thing. It would be the weirdest thing that's happened. But, um, you know, it's 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 fine. This soundtrack, though, is. A, yeah, it is a musical. Uh, which is weird. And part of the problem with like trying to describe the plot of a musical is the plot of a musical usually fits on a napkin, mm-hmm. which this one kind of does. Right. It is um, King of Halloween. Jack Skellington. Is like restless and bored mm-hmm. in his current job because he's just too fucking good at it. Yep. And he kind of like goes on a little... Uh, Pity party? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to go like Cheryl Stroud, like, uh, self-discovery <laughs> self- mission. right. Hike of self-discovery and, uh, falls into a different holiday, like discovers a different holiday. Well, like, he discovers a tree, a grove of trees with all the different holidays on it. And, and randomly, randomly chooses Christmas, discovers Christmas and is like, Christmas is the shit. Yeah. I should do Christmas. 
how much weirder would this movie have been if it had been any of the other holidays that are there? Because like Easter's there. Thanksgiving's there. They would have more time to prepare for Easter. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could have got it a little more right. Maybe. Maybe it wouldn't have been such a rush job. Also, like, how weird is Easter anyway? Like, Easter is a death holiday, it if is. you want to be honest. Like, East- Easter should be way more like Halloween. But like, yet, here we are with bunnies and eggs. And I sure whatever let's roll with it it's fine uh saint patrick's day he would have come back and been like y'all did you know you could make beer that's pumpkin flavored (laughs) like oktoberfest bitches (laughs) yeah like that would have been a great crossover moment um valentine's day valentine's day is already like rife with like slasher fit slasher flicks yeah, there you go. You want yeah. to say films Ooh. and flicks at the same time? Yeah, hard, hard. Yeah. How many have you had drinks once? Uh, Several. So, um, yeah, I mean, but he, he picks Christmas. He wanders Arbitrarily. In. Arbitrarily. Right, and then he's like, oh, I could do Christmas. Like, I feel, like, warm and fuzzy inside, and this is amazing, and everyone should feel this. I need to bring this back to my village, and, like... We're going to take over we're, Christmas. We're going to do Christmas. And then he tries to do Christmas and it goes terribly wrong. Yeah. And and that's that's the plot. That's the plot. That's the whole plot. Um, in there, you get some other subplots. You get the mayor, who is a fun character. Is he a fun character? I think he is because he's, he's literally two-faced, which is such a commentary. <laughs> yes. But his face is like happy and like scared yeah he's happy and scared which i feel many elected officials really are are. are. there's the brave face and the like i am panicking and don't know what i'm doing but Mm -hmm. nobody can find out he's very like jovial for it being halloween town yeah you would think he'd be like spooky or like conniving or sneaky but no he's just like real happy-go-lucky or terrified or terrified like he's got no in in between. Mm-hmm. Um, you've uh, you got Sally. Sally is a Frankenstein monster made by the mad scientist Doctor Finkelstein. Because uh, you know, let's... little white <laughs> anti-Semitism there, I guess. Right. Let's not let's not do uh, Frankenstein. Let's do Finkelstein. No one ever. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But... Mary, Mary Shelley will will not sue us. No, <laughs> the ghost of Mary Shelley, which I feel. Of all the authors. Of all of all the author ghosts. Like her and Bram Stoker, they're wandering <laughs> around somewhere. Maybe. He, no, Bram Stoker's not a ghost. He's just a legit vampire. Like, mm. he's just immortal. So interesting. It was an autobiography nobody told us. Um, That's going to be, like, my next novel is, like, turns it's, out. Turns out. All these, like, authors were really just writing from personal experience. Interesting. And, Very interesting. Yeah. I said my next novel. I don't have. A we don't have first any novel. novels. So anyway, uh, but she's kind of on a course, and she's very infatuated with Jack for reasons. Yeah, she likes him because he's charming, and he kind of knows she exists, which is neat. Sure. And um, you know, he needs her for his plans, but he's not really expressing a lot of right. They're friends. <laughs> I think. Sure. They're around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who else is interesting in this town? uh, Zero? Oh, Zero is his little dog ghost. It's the cutest. He's basically like a, like, 
he's a handkerchief with mm-hmm. a dog head attached to it. It's super and he cute. has a little ball nose that's actually, which I didn't notice until like probably mm, five years ago, is actually a jack o' lantern. It's like a little baby jack o' lantern glowy nose. Yeah, it's really cute. Until we got like a better TV, and I was like, Zero's oh, nose isn't just a ball." <laughs> I will say this: this movie, this movie was one of the movies I showed you that you were like, "Oh, I get HD TV now." Yes, like I get. I was like, "I don't think we need to spend that much money on TV," and you're like, "I want you to see this movie." I'm like, "Oh, oh wow!" I was like, "Yeah, I know." Was like, all that there before? And they're like, "Yeah, we just couldn't see it." Turns like, out, wow, ha- having like. 16 shades of black does not do well in a burton film <laughs> right you need right. all the blacks and a few very very dark grays and then you can actually see what's happening right you get a lot more fidelity uh and so there's that and so she um sally though sorry we were talking about zero he's cute we but, were but Zero's sally sally has her own little thing where she's trying to escape from ficklestein right she keeps poisoning him she Gives him deadly night chain, but like nothing kills people in Halloween Town. They don't ever die. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like the Adams family. <laughs> they're very much, yeah. And um, she just like it just puts him to sleep, and she can escape for a little while, right. and then he's always finding her. Mm-hmm. And mad at her, but he never really does anything too much. Like he locks her up, but then she can just escape again, mm-hmm. and then he like lets her make her his dinner again. And I'm like, right. for a genius, you're a fucking moron right he's like this tastes like frog's breath and she's like i thought you liked frog's breath yeah but it's covering up the deadly nightshade that's gonna make me pass out and she's like i mean eat it or don't whatever <laughs> listen bitch i made your you made me i made you dinner like right, if you don't right. like them robes, like it, make your own dinner right or you can make someone else like which you know spoiler he kind of does later, he does um but she like when jack comes back from how from Christmas Town, and he's like, I need to figure out how this all works. He goes mm-hmm. to Finkelstein and's like, hey, I need some instruments to do some tests on this stuff I stole from Christmas. Right. And he starts doing weird tests, and Sally's like, nothing good is coming from this. Right, you should you should not do this. And at one point, she, like, escapes. She picks up, like, a thistle, mm-hmm. and it turns into a Christmas tree, and then it catches on fire. Right, because she has, like, visions. Yeah, and she's, like, going to Jack. She's like, listen, I've had a terrible vision. And he's like, that's amazing. That's great. It's like, no, 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 not like that. Like, uh, legit, like, I have concerns. Right, like, the, this is not going to end well. Your your Christmas is not going to end well. So Jack's like, ah, what are you talking about? I can't screw up. I'm perfect. Every, every Halloween I ever run is fantastic. So right. why should Christmas be any different? She's like, oh, that's why. That's... <laughs> Right. Also, did you notice how charming I am? I'm real fucking charming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has the charisma to pull off anything he wants to pull off, except for the fact he has not the wisdom skills to right. mill off the... Te- terrible ideas and charisma to follow through, like classic Sagittarius. Fair enough. Is that classic. an October birthday? Uh, no, it's December, actually. Oh, well, that kind of tracks, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, so Sally's trying to talk him out of doing it, and he's like, "No, no, it'll be great. I just need you to make this thing." Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we have a couple of other characters. What's uh, Lock, Shock, and Barrel? Lock, Shock, and Barrel are like three little kids, and they trick or treat or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Jack is like, "I have a special uh, thing for you. You have to kidnap Santa Claus. Uh, he's the leader of uh, Christmas Town, and that way he won't go out." 
and do his Christmassy thing, and then we can he can go on vacation, and we can do it for him. Um, but you know, I don't want you to um, don't hurt him. Don't hurt him, and don't get your your friend that no good oogie boogie uh, in involved in involved this. in this. And they're like, no problem, no worries, we'll we'll be great. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, yeah, they're not great. Yeah, so okay, I think this is important to establish that. The regular people of Halloween Town are mm. not inherently evil. No. They just have a job to do. Right. And they're real fucking good at it. Yeah, like the guy that hides under your stairs and, like, has spiders and right. creeps you out. Like, right. That's his job. Yeah. And he's good at it. Like, he's not mean and evil. Like, it, he does not want to hurt people. But uh, life's no fun without a good scare. And so they are just providing the service... Mm. of fright yeah for entertainment to the world it is a gift they give the world it's what you're good at it's what they're good at it's what they do it's their job but it's not who they are (laughs) whereas oogie boogie is like truly evil yeah he is really he enjoys uh hurting people yes he is a sadist he is a sadist um and so like that's a real part like departure from everyone else in Halloween Town. So I assume that he was exiled mm. because of his attitudes. I would too, yeah. like, and, I, and that's why he lives, like, under the town in some tunnels and yeah. shit. Well, he does show up for the... the This is Halloween at he the beginning. He does? Yeah, he's the, he's the shape in the moon in the middle of the night. Yes, but, like, that's still not... Like, he's only in shadow form. Right. And then he's gone. Like, he's not really there there mm-hmm. but then again we'll find out he's not really there, or, there at all or is that just a different shadow and everybody looks the same because tim burton like only knows how to draw three shapes uh i would say not that last one because frankly <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of variation going around mm-hmm. you know? there's still like a very unique like style oh wait do we have black and white striped snakes somewhere in this right. room oh my god he's so fucking obsessed with the striped snakes yeah. like they are fucking everywhere I described, I, I, we were watching this this time and I described it as like, it's some sort of twisted Seussian kind of thing. Like, yes, it's, it's definitely a dark Seuss where everything's kind of, all the shapes are exaggerated and just, a, just, just far enough off normal to be To be just wrong. a little, yeah, a little tilted. And in Seuss's world, he kind of uses that to be silly or, you know, comical Although there's a little creepiness mm-hmm. in sometimes. In Seuss. But in Burton, he's like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna do the creepy, but also allow a little bit of silliness. Like, It's a different balance. Yeah, he just, he lands on a slightly different side of that scale, but they're very similar in that way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that moment where a clown goes from, like, funny to scary, which I mean, for me is... I mean, you have no moment where no, a clown no, 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 is no, acceptable. Like, like, different people find it in different places, and I find it way earlier <laughs> than most. And, um, but some people, like, we have a friend who, like, all clowns are hilarious, even if they're, like, totally the creepy, bloody clown. She's mm-hmm. like, ah, that's awesome. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no it's, it's not, not awesome. Fucking no. <laughs> oh, not okay. Right, right. To but each his own. No. Clowns are horrible, and we should hate them all. Mm-hmm. I'll stand by that. Okay. But. 
So where were we? We were talking just randomly about this film. We are not going through this film linearly at all. Okay, do you want to start doing nah, that? Nah, I think it's too late now. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. This is a thematic one. We're following characters through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've kind of got up to the part where Locke's... I guess we are kind of up to the part where Locke, Shock, and Beryl are going to go kidnap Santa Claus. Yes. But they fuck that up. They do. At first they bring back the Easter Bunny. Right. Um, and then Jack's like, take this guy back gently. Do you think they did? No. I. Well, you were like, do you think they even sent him back? And I was like, I don't know. We've had Easter since like 1993. So I guess he got back somehow. <laughs> I mean. But like, maybe he fucking escaped. <laughs> like. Yeah, he's got, like, stories to tell. Right. Like, he's... Right. He doesn't ever talk about uh, the 1993. I'm going to ask you this. Have you really had a great Easter since 1993? Um... I mean... Yes. Yes. Okay. But, like... Not every, Easter Bunny related. Uh, yeah, every Easter is not bangers. <laughs> like, it is... It's kind of like, meh... Yeah, Easter's, I mean, you got, I mean, we did come up with Starburst Jelly Beans since then, God, so. Starburst Jelly Beans, oh, the best. So I mean, good. So on. good. Remember when Jelly Beans used to be, like, spice flavored? Right, they're what like What was gum, that bullshit? Gumdrop flavored, they're like gumdrops, but instead of being, like, soft and sticky, they're, like, hard. That was, uh, that's not candy. <laughs> Those are breath mints. I mean, I... Do like, like three flavors of jelly beans. I like the cloves. Which ones, ones are the, the yellow ones? Mm-hmm. I like the black ones. Black ones are good. Black black jelly beans are like the shit. I'm here for black jelly beans. I mean, they're just anise flavored, which yes, is black licorice, licorice flavored. And then um, I like the green ones mm. and the orange ones. And then sometimes the white ones. I do not like the purple ones. I don't even know what those are. <laughs> don't either, but they're gross. <laughs> or the red ones, which are like cinnamon. Um, or mm. I think those are all all the ones I don't. I only like the black ones, the green ones, the orange ones, sometimes the yellow ones. I'm going to suggest something. What if in 1993 the Easter Bunny was offed, ending the tyranny of spice-flavored jelly beans and allowing the starbucks starbucks corporate starburst starburst corporation to come through and deliver us these amazingly flavored jelly beans maybe we have jack skeleton to thank 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 you jack skeleton for starburst jelly beans you made easter better yeah thank you for getting rid of that yeah that's a real i will have to look up when starburst jelly beans (laughs) became a thing no you won't no, I won't. This, this is a well-researched podcast. It is not. Uh, but anyway, so they, uh, so Locke's shock and barrel then go to Christmas Town for real. We see them knock on Santa Claus's door and mm-hmm. actually kidnap the big fat guy, bring him back. Mm-hmm. And what do they do with him? First, they bring him to Jack. Yeah, and Jack's like, "Cool." Where Jack's like, "Great, you can take a holiday. Like, I got, I got this. Like, just relax, sit back. You know, whatever." <sighs> And I will take over Christmas. And uh, Santa is like, the fuck you will. You don't know anything about Christmas. <laughs> like, Also, I'm real fucking good at this. This is my job. <laughs> this is my thing. Like, this I wouldn't take thing. over your Easter, your Halloween. Like, right. you don't take over, like, this, step off. This is definitely breaking uh, holiday town protocol. Yeah, indeed. This is, this aggression will not stand, man. <laughs> yes. 
And then the uh, little kids take a take Santa off and put him in a tube yep. to the Oogie Boogie Man. Right. And he Oogie Boogie is basically a sack. He's like a, he's a, a burlap sack. Yes, he's a burlap sack. And that's what you see him as. And he's he sings, sings and dances as the burlap sack. Which is weird. I mean, you know, this whole movie is real fucking weird. That's true. While this is happening... Uh, Jack has collected all of the really messed up toys that the Halloween Town folks have made in apparently like two months, right? Month and a half. Right. They're they're real prolific. These yeah. Halloween Town people. They're undead. They don't sleep, so they right. can get and some the, shit they're done. They're good at their job. If you're like make a toy, and they're like, "What would be fun for me?" You're like, "I would love a severed head." Like that I stuff's, have access. That stuff's the shit. <laughs> and so they just have. They're not. Uh, again, they're not evil. But they have a real uh, specific point of view. Yeah. And so they're like, well, what would I want as a present? Right. I would want a severed head. I would want a truck, but I want it to be smashed like it was in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Or I want a doll with his, you know, with his head cut off. Right. I want a doll that goes in a little doll guillotine. And then you can cut his head off. And then you can like pop the head back on and do it again and again. That sounds awesome. <laughs> right? Honestly, I think our daughter would play way too much with that. I mean, maybe. Probably. Um, but then, so Jack goes out and he's trying to deliver these presents. And as he's delivering these presents. The whole time Sally is also trying to stop him. Like Sally sings a whole song about how she's in love with Jack, but he doesn't know she exists. And also he's kind of ruining everything. So hashtag it's complicated. Like. <laughs> well, and like while she's singing this song, like. Jack is nowhere around. She's not singing, like, it's just all to herself. Right, right. It's just a pining, I want song, but, Mm -hmm. like, also, I want this guy to not be a total narcissistic jackhole. (laughs) Right, right. Could he, like, just tamp it down a little? Yeah, maybe. Maybe just a little. Mm -hmm. Please. But, um, he, uh, he doesn't, of course. So he, he goes out for Christmas. He's got... So she uh, puts fog into. Oh yeah, that's right. She tries to stop him with fog juice because she's. So she like she talked to him. She's like, "Hey, Jack, this Christmas idea is is terrible." Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, no, it'll be great." And she's like, "No, it'll be terrible." Like I have all these reasons, and he's like, "I'm not listening to you, woman." And she was like, "I mean, that's part of the course, but also." Also, can you not? <laughs> and so she's like, she puts fog into the um. The well in the town, so it's all foggy. And he's like, oh no, I can't fly these fucking... Uh, reanimated skeleton reindeer. Reanimated skeleton reindeer. Where did they get fucking reanimated skeleton reindeer? I mean, they're fossils. Are they? Sure. Okay. Sure. So the he goes to the mad scientist before, and he shows him a picture of the reindeer. Which yeah. just the shadows, just the shadow of the reindeer. He's like, can we get some of these? And he's like, yeah, I think I can mix. I can whip some of those up. I got... I got a whole, you know... Big pile of bones out there. Big back. pile of bones. I can stitch them together. No problem. And he does. And he does. And they fly. But they can't see through the fog. Right. With their no eyes. <laughs> Nobody has eyes. <laughs> Nobody has eyes. I don't know why you would need to see through anything. Well, I mean, some people have eyes, but like Sally Jack and the skeleton eyes, but Jack reindeer the skeleton, don't. Jack and the skeleton reindeer both don't have eyes. Right. They just have holes yes. where eyes maybe were. But in the case of... The reindeer, they never had eyes. I mean, assumingly, at some point, that skull had eyes in it. Maybe. Maybe but, the skull had eyes in it. You know, when it was a 
reindeer, but nobody sure. dies in Halloween Town. Right. I don't know where you get where skeletons and severed heads from? and bones and stuff. I mean, I don't know. maybe that's some of their connection to the mortal world is they like take all their bones and make shit out of them. Maybe it's from how or from Christmas Town. Like maybe you know the reindeers die and maybe don't ask questions. Yeah, I mean maybe when the little kids went to. Uh, to kidnap Santa Claus, they also just like murdered everybody. <laughs> they murdered the reindeer. Wow, I got dark. I mean, this is a Tim Burton film, so I like mean, dark is dark. far, but wow, that's really dark. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You were the I, one who brought it up. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but anyway, so the solution to this problem is, of course, Zero's glowing Zero's pumpkin nose. Zero's glowing pumpkin nose. He so. can lead the way. Hey, is this. A reference to Rudolph? I mean, perhaps. I mean, that's it's better than a failed reference to systemic racism, which is what we usually get in these movies. But right. it's true. It's true. Yeah, there's not a lot of veiled references to systemic racism in this one. Not, not as much, actually. They kind of glossed right over that mm-hmm. major issue in every kid's movie. But hey, whatever. It was 93. It was ahead of your times. Um... So he and Zero is they're able to take off and like invade the mortal world, right? I mean, they cross over to the mortal world every Halloween, I would assume. I uh, I don't know. I think they do. Well, they do the they whole have... song in Halloween Town, and that right. was like the pinnacle of Halloween. About Halloween, I think it was like after they'd gotten back from Halloween with like their spoils, oh, and then like what? Jack also oh, comes back. That'd be terrible. Jack also comes back from in that remember and he's like he has his uh straw uh he looks like a scarecrow he's like a straw straw man and he has a a pumpkin head yeah and And then then he sets he sets himself on fire and his straw horse that he's on also doesn't catch on fire i don't know i don't know and then underneath that is his jack the pumpkin king man that's uh, like that's brutal because like you work literally one day a year Mm mm-hmm and on that day, you work up to the one day a year. You work, you work that. Well, that's your like big show yes, day. Your big show day. And after the big show day, you have a giant musical production mm-hmm. about how great you are, about how awesome you were. Like honestly, I just want want to be like, all right, we got it done, folks. Let's like take a week. Like <laughs> everybody gets two weeks mandatory vacation. <laughs> like just like. I mean, maybe that would have led to, like, less uh, restlessness and burnout in uh, Jack's, uh, Yeah. like, if he just had a vacation. Also, like, think of all the great, like, fan art of, like, Jack at the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Jack going down Splash Mountain at Disney World. Jack surfing. Like, yes. Here for all of this. Yes. Do it, man. Just get out there. Like, live your life. Be... Right. Right. Take a break a little bit. You know, do some, some self-care. Some mm-hmm. self-care there. That'd be great, Jack. Right. But Jack no, with the, just with like... a face mask. Right into the next thing. Like, mm-hmm. no. No. Jack with a face mask would be hilarious. <laughs> just be like sloughing off. Um, just like sliding off the bone. <laughs> but anyway, so he's he, he goes into the mortal world to deliver presents. presents. But they're mm-hmm. the messed up presents. Like, he's severed heads and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and like... Yes. Some of them try to eat kids, apparently. Right, right. Uh, he, like, drops a wreath off, but the wreath has, like, eyes and teeth, and uh, mm-hmm. it's really chompy. Also, and... let me just say, like, all of this is another one of those moments where you kind of look at it and you go, 
Tim Burton, are you okay? Are you okay, Tim Burton? Like, <laughs> I don't know how your creative mind works, mm -hmm. but it's weird. I mean, it is weird. It is weird. And, I mean... But that's part of what makes it endearing. Right, right. Is that it is just odd and strange. Well, and he's a creative genius. I'm going to say this. I mean, mm -hmm. like, looking at all the stuff he's brought us from this to uh, Beetlejuice to um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> I mean, it definitely has a vibe, but there's a lot of things that he makes that I'm like, this is trash. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands. James and the Giant Peach. Oh, that wasn't great. <laughs> right? <laughs> Corpse Bride, though. Corpse Bride was okay. So, like, he to me, he's real hit and miss. Like, I but he is willing to try. Yes, he's willing to swing and miss. Yeah, which well, I appreciate. And an I artist. have to. I also have to say, most of the times, I feel like he misses is when he's working in someone else's world. Because James and the Giant Peach is is Rodal. Was Rodal, who's it, also creepy. But like somehow those but, like, two Britishly didn't work creepy. out. Yeah. And, like, uh, his version of um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Also mm -hmm. Rodol. Russell Rodol. So he was playing by Rodol's rules or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was not No, it great. wasn't my favorite. Not my favorite. His work. Mm -hmm. So, I mean. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's just better when he's, like, in charge. Yeah, when he gets to do his own thing. And, you know, and even, like, again, the Pee Wee movies. Mm-hmm. Like, Pee-wee's Playhouse, like the kids' show, yeah. versus, like, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, those are wildly different entities. It is. It is, like, yeah. Like, what happened? I remember watching that as a little kid and being, like, creeped out and be like, the fuck is this, Pee-wee? Yeah, like, you are not, like, Mr. Rubens, are you okay? <laughs> Turns out, no, but that's I mean, a different whole thing. I think he's okay now. Yeah. <laughs> So he's he's had a he's served his time literally, right. um, but anyway. But yeah, so as Jack, we're back in the mortal world with Jack. Jack's delivering these presents, and like the nine one one operators are getting all the phone calls, mm -hmm. and the yeah the police of like what you've been attacked by Christmas toys. This is the third call today. Like so yeah. so weird. Oh, huh, what's going on? And so they end up, like, scrambling the National Guard and, like, anti-aircraft guns to try mm -hmm. to take Jack out of the sky, which is, like, again, this gets into the one of the problems with Christmas movies for me is, like, wait, so Santa's real? Like... Mm -hmm. And he just flies around. Like, this is just a thing that exists. Yes. Like, yes. The, again, spoilers to those of you that haven't realized this yet, but, yeah. Like... So you have to have a world where Santa is actually real right. and okay. And okay. And so they've always been cool with Santa, mm -hmm. but well, he I, works out well. Right. They were he fine with him. Work. He was dropping off good toys. But now they're dropping off toys that are trying to eat him and they're like, fuck this guy. Like, we, we turn <laughs> fast. Like... It's true. We're not... No questions asked. We're shooting this bastard out of the sky. Yeah. And we do. And they do. And Jack lands and... Lands in a graveyard. Which is appropriate. Which is appropriate. Like on one of those angels. So it's like this real pieta kind of moment. Right. Which again, I mean, like, 
kudos to Tim Burton for thinking of like, <laughs> how do we go from a skeleton being Santa Claus to a Pieta? Like, a, like mm-hmm. you know, the Mary holding yeah. the broken body of Christ. Like right. that. that it's, a, it's a real vibe. It's a real, you know, it's a, it's a great moment. It's a great artistry to mm-hmm. that. But, like, I would have never gotten there in a million years. Right. And then the police are like, so, I mean, good news, bad news. We uh, shot the... the um, Santa Claus. Yeah, well, not Santa Claus. The imposter. But the imposter. The guy who was pretending to be Santa Claus out of the sky. So, like, you don't have to worry about that anymore. But, like, uh, bad news. like We don't know what ha- the fuck happened yeah, to the real one. Nobody knows what the fuck happened to real Santa. So, like, you know... Shoulder shrug emoji, folks. Like, put a pin in Christmas this year. Like, <laughs> right. Hope your parents got you something. Right. So in sorry, orphans. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's all. That's a Christmas movie thing. Um, yeah. So in the graveyard, after he's been shot out of the sky, and his Santa suit is like literally in ruins. Yeah, shreds uh, hanging off his. He has a little song where he realizes, hey. Maybe I shouldn't be such a narcissistic asshole. <laughs> Which is the moment where he yells, and I, Jack, the Palm Gin King. And you're like... He does it twice. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but... I mean, what a movie... I mean, let me so, be clear. So he's he, not deciding he's not a narcissistic no, asshole. he's deciding to focus his narcissistic assholedom. Yeah, like, he's like, actually, turns out... I'm really good at the thing I'm really good at, and I should just stick to that and fuck this other shit. I, I'm going to farm that back out to right, the guy who does right. it. He doesn't He doesn't stop deciding to be a narcissistic asshole. He's just like, actually, I'm real great. I'm real great at this. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's... Have you seen me? I'm fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the whole thing. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And so he's like, this is just beneath me. I need to get the other guy back. So he goes and he goes to get Santa Claus. But Santa Claus is down at Oogie Boogie's. Right. So he goes to Christmas Town. No, he goes to Halloween Town. Halloween Town. He goes to Halloween Town. Yeah. And, uh... Just straight to Oogie's. Right. Well, he hears Santa... Yeah. ...in the Oogie Boogie, like, underneath. Uh, and Sally tried to to get Santa. She tried Yeah, she to tried to rescue him. Rescue him. But That's where she, like, sticks her legs through the grate, and yes. he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Right. Walks right. over, over, immediately to... flips the shoe off the foot and starts, like, tickling, tickling the her. foot. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, so that's the kind of guy Oogie is. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. All uh, right. But then he's real, real bummed that the leg comes off and it's not attached to a person. And I was like, I don't know. I think people in Halloween Town would be like, cool. Mm. <laughs> like, I can work with this. Like, yes, I'll keep you, sexy leg. <laughs> I mean, if the rest and turns sa- up later, like cool. save save this for later. Yeah, but um, Oogie kind of captures Sally, Sally and Santa and is about to do very bad things to them. I guess right. If I was to put them in like a, a vat of I don't know burning. I don't know. Maybe they're like leeches, or maybe I don't know. But like indescript doom. Also, his whole Oogie's entire basement is like really weirdly casino themed. Yes, like there's a roulette reel, and there's like slot machines and dice and dice and yeah, like cards that have like knives that come out and like whip around. Right, he's a gambling boogeyman. Yeah, I guess so. Um, It's like people whose basements. 
are like overly themed, like people who have like karaoke bars in their basement, and or like people... everything is Coca Cola or right. Right. Star so ba- Wars. The basement is where like people's passions come out. Yes. So, can I do a Star Wars basement? Can I do a board game basement? We're gonna have a board game basement, just don't, so you know, it's like gonna be at least one wall I of think, nothing. Don't we making. already have a board game basement? Where I mean, they're creeping. There's around. a lot of board games in our basement. There are, and it it is decor at this point. I'm. I mean, we don't have walls, but we have board games. Mm-hmm. We should look into getting walls, maybe, for the board games. Yes, because board games need walls. <laughs> don't we all? Sure. Um. Anyway, so. So Jack rescues Yeah, like he just like swoops in. um, Well, they have like some kind of battle. Yeah, well, which is mostly like Oogie throwing everything he has at Jack and Jack just dodging. Right. It helps if you if your entire body is made out of like articulated toothpicks. Right. He's basically a lollipop. Like his head is the biggest part of him. But he can like dodge bullets and Mm -hmm. knives and fire and stuff. And so all he does to defeat Oogie Boogie is he pulls a string on this on the burlap sack that is him and it turns out he's made of little bugs yeah he's just a collection of bugs and the bugs all like scatter into the light no i think they get sucked into the like oh yeah there's the vat of acid stuff from earlier yeah whatever whatever stuff boogie was using to try to murder everyone and then like one bug does sneak away and santa stomps it santa stomps it he's like fuck this and uh jack's like so, Santa, hi. <laughs> Turns out, uh, I need you. The Turn- world needs you. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, I knew that. He's like, so, uh... Santa is appropriately salty through this. <laughs> he like, is. He, like, takes his hat and he's looking at Jag like... <sighs> I, right. What? Right, he's like, next time you want to take over someone else's holiday, like... Don't. Fuck off. <laughs> Just stay the fuck at home. And he's like, also, you should listen to Sally. This bitch knows what she's talking about. And Sally's like, I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, Santa puts a finger aside of his nose, rises right. up the chute, and goes off. And to fix Christmas. Fixes Christmas. Well, because uh, Jack is like, I'm so sorry. I hope there's enough time to fix it. And he's like, I mean, of course there's enough time to fix it. I'm Santa. Like, like I'm fucking magical. Right. I'm the goddamn Santa Claus. <laughs> like, let's I got this. do this. So Santa does put Christmas back together. Christmas is saved. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah, with regular he takes all the like the very macabre uh gifts. Gifts and replaces them with regular gifts. What does he do with all the macabre gifts? I think he delivers them to the people of of Halloween Town he just, because like, he swings by Halloween Town on the way. Remember and it snows and people are like this is amazing. That's right. And I like, think he well, drops those macabre gifts off yeah. at Halloween Town and then everyone is delighted. Uh, by their, uh... Their like, own gifts they gave yeah, away. Susie guillotine a lot, or whatever. Yeah, sure. And then it snows, mm-hmm. and everybody's happy. Right, and Sally, like, sits on the little, uh, snow field, and has some feelings, and then, uh, Jack is like, can I join you? And she's like, I mean, sure, whatever. <laughs> it's a free country. <laughs> yep. And, like... Plays are cool. Right. Right, and, uh... Finkelstein shows up with, like... He, yeah, uh, he made himself, uh... Girl a new, Finkelstein? Right, a new person. With, and, like, his exact features. And half his brain. Yeah, and half of his brain. So that hopefully, like, she won't escape. 
But if she does, she escapes with half his brain. That's a real that's a real big dice roll. Yeah, I mean also let me just say he's terrible, so like I mean he's a good mad scientist. Yeah. He's just not a good father figure. Father figure to Sally. Like Sally wants you know, like kids they gotta like She's got live their own life. Yeah. You know? But yeah, he's not good for that. So but you know, the movie ends and mm-hmm. everybody kind of Right. Sally out. and Jack maybe pursue some kind of relationship, but like he has some issues he needs to get over. Oh, uh, like, how? Yes. Uh, Sally lives in a world where she's the only one who knows what's going on and nobody listens to her. So she's a woman. Right. She also is a woman. <laughs> so. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So she's used to it. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. And so Halloween Town goes back to like, we'll just do Halloween. Yeah. Good plan. And, good we'll, plan. and we'll do it like awesome. Yep. Yeah, I so, think that's the whole thing. It's pretty much the whole movie. The music in, in this is great. I mean, of course. I mean, so, it's, so great. It's Danny Elfman of mm-hmm. Oingo Boingo fame, for those of you keeping track. Right. Who I was like, who is that? And then Adam played some, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, you've heard of <laughs> Yeah, it's... I just don't keep track of, like, bands' names, unless no. I'm really into the said band. Yeah. Um, And then... But the speaking voice for him is someone different, which is why I was like, he sounds different yeah. It's because he's uh, one speaking voice and one singing voice. Yeah, Denny Elfman sings his songs, but I forget who it is. But, but somebody else does, does the, the talking. Voice. And then um, Danny Elfman does do, do one of the lock, shock, and barrel. I forget which one he right, is. Right, I think he does lock. I think so, too. Or maybe barrel. But they also barrel. sing, so mm-hmm. he's got he's got his voice in a couple places here. Basically, I feel like anyone that isn't really credited or... Right, is Danny Elfman. It's Danny, Danny Elfman, Elfman just doing background. a bunch of crazy voices. Yeah, which, you know, hey, good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he did well. He really carried this film. He wrote all the music. He did Jack stuff. So, like, you know... Right, it was mostly him. It's a, it's, it's a real Danny Elfman show. Right, I mean, and then the art was, like, very detailed. Oh, yes. like Which I found when I got a better TV. I'm like, huh, look at that. Yeah, look at all this amazing, <laughs> like, fidelity. Well, and just the detail of, like, when Halloween Town people make Christmas gifts, they're, like, in the shape of coffins. Like, the... the yeah, the packaging. The packaging is in the shape of coffins. And, like, just really uh, subtle details make like, it real extra the, funny. The wrapping paper, you know... In 1996, when I watched this on VHS, the wrapping paper has, like, gray smudges. mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, no, those are skulls. Like... Right. Like, you know, there's just a lot of little details that come a lot lot clearer. Mm -hmm. So I recommend good TV for this one. Good TV for this one. You get it in 4K, UHD, HDR. Whatever. Atmos. Like, it'll pay off. It'll be great. Yeah, this is a really great movie to watch between... uh, Halloween and Christmas. There's not a lot of between Halloween and Christmas movies. There's plane trains and automobiles. That's a Thanksgiving movie, though. And which is between Halloween and yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I mean, fair. But I mean, like, it is actually specifically. <laughs> it's one of the few Thanksgiving mo- films out there. Yes, yes. Um, Although I think, like, the Halloween ho- or the Thanksgiving horror film should be a thing. Yeah, I don't know that there's a lot of Thanksgiving slasher films. I mean. Maybe just they're all from the tur- turkey's point of view. Uh, Last of the Mohicans, maybe? I don't know. No. No? No. Um, but, yeah, there should be, like, more of those. No. <laughs> I mean, if you have social anxiety, every Thanksgiving yeah. is a horror film, I mean, yeah, so no. there's uh, that. 
What did we learn from this? What did we learn from this? Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Like, find out what you're good at and, like, do that. And even if it doesn't bring you great passion, find a hobby that doesn't, like, piss off everyone in your vicinity and possibly endanger the world. Mm-hmm. Like, just maybe take up knitting or... Right. Organize or, like, a take dungeon. a vacation. Don't work so hard yeah. that you're burnt out all the time. Like, maybe, like, if Jack, I think, if he could have got some guys together for, like, a weeky, weekly D&D night. Mm-hmm. Or, like, maybe they could have just played, like... I don't know, if you're already a mythical monster, maybe you, like, role-play working in an office building. Yeah, or maybe you, like, go bowling. Yeah, like, with heads. Yeah. That'd be great. Like, just find an outlet mm-hmm. that isn't going to That isn't stealing someone else's uh, joy. job and talent. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just stay in your lane. Uh, listen to the ladies around you. They know what the fuck they're talking they about. They do. They do. Like, they're not trying to, like, They're not trying to, yeah, fun. rain on your parade. They're trying But, to... like, they have some important information you might want to consider. Indeed. I'll, like, include them. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, I don't know. There's really not That's a lot it. else. It's it's really a short film. I'm always impressed, like, how short that film is. Cause it is does... it short? It it is well okay how much how short the plot of this film is yes, it's a short plot like it pretty much fits in like a if if you were doing it like the night before christmas mm-hmm. where you rhymed it you know just a little, oh yeah yeah like one of the dvds i have um that's how it started was a the night before christmas was like a parody of the night before christmas and it's about the and same it's a length. poem and it has like the same cadence and i have uh I have a DVD where, like, there's hand drawings that they narrated that poem to, read by Christopher Lee, which is mm-hmm. fantastic, because Christopher Lee. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, but, I don't know. It's good. That's all I got for this one. You have anything else to add? Nope. All right. Well, all y'all out there, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.